0: can you hear that? It's the sound of azure blue waters lapping at your feet on the shores of an idyllic beach in San Sebastian. You've just had your first cocktail, and it sure as hell won't be your last for the day. Ooh, what's that? Oh, that's that's the aggressive beeping coming from a sis. Viciously handsome Italian local as he darts through midday Milano traffic. He almost hit you with his moped, but he most certainly stole your heart. You'll spend the rest of the day wondering if you'll run into him again, but look, mostly you'll be searching for the perfect margarita pizza. Oh! <laughs> No, that's not me screaming for a second or third breakfast. That's the sound of a magnificent great grey elephant making his way to a watering hole as he trapes by on a safari in Kruger National Park. Will he accidentally sit on you? Maybe. <laughs> Oh dear, yes, this is absolutely the sound of you clinging to a porcelain bowl in Kathmandu after avoiding very clear warning signs not to brush your teeth with tap water. It turns out your years of Sunday session, in fact, could not make you immune to the very physical effects of drinking unpurified local water. (laughs) These are the sounds of travel. These are the sounds which make up the rich tapestry of our memories from going on vacation. My name is Lisa Hamilton. I'm a TV host, journalist, and travel mother effing junkie. I decided to make this podcast because, like so many people out there with a lust for adventure and travel, I'm really missing that due to this freaking pandemic. But just because we can't necessarily travel like we used to, doesn't mean we can't use the wonderful medium of audio to escape. So join me each week on a virtual vacation, where I'll chat to some of your favourite actors, comedians, travel insiders, models, journalists, activists, and hear all about their stories from the road. The good, the bad, the ugly, and yep, definitely the shitty. Let's go on vacay i am positively delighted to introduce today's guest she is undoubtedly the internet's favorite she's a host she's a writer she's a dj she literally does everything she makes you think she makes you laugh and i can vouch firsthand that she is an absolute delight to be around welcome the one and only flex mommy that was really lovely thank you for that (laughs) You know, I've been a huge fan of yours for a long time, so I could. The intro could go on for a very long time, but I don't know if people want to hear that or do they?
1: A worker's to fan. <laughs> <laughs> the um, timeline's been really beautiful.
0: <laughs> how, how have you been? What's news? It's mm. been a minute.
1: It's been a hot minute. I have been well. I've been ultimately fine. Don't want to oversell it, don't want to undersell it. <laughs> <laughs> Just well. I didn't
0: die. Love, didn't love to see income. that.
1: And I've maintained an income.
0: Yes, we've actually oh, got no. to celebrate that in 2020.
1: Yeah. Like we didn't do much, but we did stuff. Mm-hmm. And that counts for something.
0: And that's all you can ask of someone during a pandemic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so speaking of the things that you share when you when you go on holidays, because of course this podcast is all about vacation, uh, yeah. you do such a great job at taking your audience along for the ride with you. And I agree in, in particular, uh, there was a trip, I think it was last year that you went. It, yeah. it, it couldn't have been more fraught with drama. Comedy, yeah. uh, giving it to you. So it, it was. Yeah, it was better than any film that I have seen in the past five years.
1: And it was in real time. That's the best bit. I know.
0: I mean, <laughs> can you just talk me through that trip and? And did you sort of get to the point where you're like, if one more thing goes wrong, I'm giving up? Or were you like, I'm committing to taking everyone along in this journey? Because there is that expectation that when you go on holidays, it's perfect and it's blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the start to your trip was not so perfect. It was broken. (laughs) But here's the thing, right?
1: (laughs) So I've been meaning to go to, well, at this time last year, I'd been meaning to go to Ghana for like heaps of years, there for like half the year. And she's always saying, come along, it'll be great. And I'm like, mm. I just have really uh, not fond memories of going there as a child and just feeling like it was the worst of both worlds. Like, where's the internet? Where's the Foxtel? Where's the McDonald's? Nothing that I want is in this environment. And I'm stuck there. You don't go to Africa to leave because it costs too much. <laughs> you go to stay for weeks or months at a time. I used to go there for like three months, every year as a kid or every second year. But I digress. What had happened was in July, I went to Milan with TK, TK Maita, and we were just hanging out and it was a vibe. And <laughs> Geography isn't my strong suit, so when I checked the map, I realized how close I was to Africa from Italy. It was very close. <laughs> so then I googled it, and I checked the flight, so I was like, can I just pop in? I've got a bit of extra time, and I'm already halfway to halfway across the world. Why don't I just go further? So anyway, I was talking to my mom about it. She's like, you know, you should definitely come. It'll be fine. Like, it's a small price to pay. I was like, yeah, I'll come. I'm going to do it. You know, it was like very last minute. I wasn't packed for the trip, but I had a few things to go. Whatever. So when I checked the flight, it was going to cost me $900 to go from Italy, Milan, to Ghana. Now, for context, if I were to go to Ghana from Australia, on average, it would cost me $3,500. Wow. Like, that's somebody's whole trip.
0: Wow, so, so, that's, and so you're getting it for a steal. Around,
1: you know, and around Christmas, if you're going to fly with a reputable airline like Emirates, it'll cost you like 4 k 4 k
0: Wow. And
1: perhaps if you want to do budget, you can take a less reputable airline, and maybe it'll cost you $2,500. It's still the crazy
0: season.
1: expensive. Either way you do it, it's too much money to be spending. But I was like nine hundred bucks, like I could do that. And so what I was planning to do was, um, my, so I was going to change my return flight from Milan, go to Milan to Ghana, back to Milan, and then back to Australia. Sick. So I booked my flight. I'm so excited. You know, like I'm getting out. of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The prodigal daughter
1: is I'm returning. So <laughs> So it's the day we're all leaving. I say goodbye to TK. We go to different terminals. She's like, You're so excited. I know, whatever. I live to explore. So I will never forget. I go to the check-in counter. So just feeling on top of the world. Like I'm really grabbing life by its gender-neutral, you know, genitals. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this thing. So I go up to the counter and I'm like, hey, I'm ready to check in. And she's like, yeah, great, give me your passport, give me your um your boarding pass. I say great. And then she flips through my my passport. And I'm kind of like, oh, no stress, like I'm Australian. (laughs) Like, no stress. Oh god. And she was like, "Mm, no. Well, yeah, where's your visa? And I was like, oh no, I'm Australian. Like, I don't have a visa. And she's like, no, you that's oh. the point she's like you're not Ghanaian I'm like well no I am oh. <laughs> I am Ghanaian and she's like no like you're not a Ghanaian citizen and I was like oh no I'm not a Ghanaian citizen and she's like yeah so because you're not a Ghanaian citizen you do need a visa to
0: travel into the country huh I was like hmm. was this your first time Maybe going there as an adult? adult
1: yes but with that in mind so I think the last time I'd gone with probably been at about 16 so first time as an adult but also first time I booked it on my own
0: right
1: you know like it's just the thing that your, your mum does but the kicker was I had spoken to my mum; she didn't mention anything about a visa and I'd spoken to my brother who lives there and he didn't mention anything about a visa I would have assumed if I called you and said hey I think you go going to Ghana you would say something they didn't say nothing
0: I mean that's a pretty so- big thing my mom's like I mean still I'm my mum is writing me. She's like, are you going on holidays? Have you packed underwear? I'm like, I got it. I'm all over this. Like, thank you for that. But and we have all things
1: stressy. Based on my mum's personality, I kind of can see why she wouldn't mention anything. She's definitely one of those, like, very charismatic, the rules don't apply. If you're if someone says no, they're the wrong person type of person, <laughs> you know? like. <laughs> oh, I
0: can see <laughs> where you get a little some of your something from.
1: so yeah I'm like I I didn't have a visa and she was like oh well you're gonna need to get a visa I'm like where do I get a visa from and she was like well it's a Friday so you need to go to the consulate I was (gasps) like in Milan Uh -uh. what do you mean she's like yeah like you have to go call the consulate but they might not deal with you because you're not uh, an Italian citizen so you'll need to go call the consulate in Australia and get them to give you an expedited visa. So when you arrive to Ghana, it will actually physically be there, but it'll show in our system that you are able to, to go to the country. Easy. Mm-hmm. And I remember a, when I had posted about this on Instagram, after I finished like bawling my eyes out in the airport, <laughs> my friend was like, it's um, like a fellow West African. She was like, it's a very much like, it's very it's a very Western thing to do to assume that you have access into any country like most right. people who aren't from the west know that there are protocols in which you have to like you know announce yourself when you're entering you can't just shop. and I was like oh never thought of that anyway so I call my mom and my mom she's like a mafia boss but which is without the criminal connection she just gets things done I don't know how know she does that. it she just knows people who know people she's a nice charismatic woman everybody loves her everyone loves doing favors to her so I'm like Hyperventilate. Imagine this, right? So you know when you're at the airport and you have those seats in front of that huge glass window that faces the tarmac, and right. you watch the planes fly out. So I'm facing there like constantly. No. <laughs> and like, I can see, people can see my reflection in the window because people are kind of like slowing down to see if I'm okay. It was horrific. Lex, I've never, and I've never seen you lose your cool before. Honestly. And it's so not like me, right? Like, like, in any sense, I'm the kind of person, if I lose my phone, i am like, that's fine, I'll just get another phone, lose my date? don't worry, I'll go to the RCA, but this was just like so much pressure, and like the options I was given to remedy the situation were not real options. Call the consulate and ask for an expedited <laughs> visa. How? What's my reason? Um, so I'm trying to go on a holiday and <laughs> so I've been no hanging goodness. out in Europe for a little bit and just
0: thought I'd pop on over to Africa. Can you help? Can you help me <laughs> <laughs> out?
1: There's no so good reason. So I call my mum and she's like the real Miss Cool Can collected. She was like, so what happened? Oh, oh yeah, you do any reason. <laughs> I should have told you. Listen. Laugh while friend. you're on your I <laughs> know <laughs> she's like, she's like, baby, don't worry. Baby, it's chill. Why are you crying? do are stressed oh my god, no, 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 you know go, to an, go to an airport hotel. You know what, it's a weekend, there's so much we can do, but on Monday, I'm gonna sort
0: it out. Okay, that's and nice. I was, like, <laughs> I was like,
1: I just I just wanna, uh, <laughs> I just like, it's okay. Uh, it's all right. So at this point, anyway, you've, so you've this,
0: missed the flight. The flight's long gone. Oh, the
1: flight's gone, like long gone. And at this point, because Milan is not really that close to the Malpensa airport, so to go back into Milan,
0: Oh, yeah, you you got to catch the, the rail, right, There's trains Exactly. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's like we didn't get that on the way in. I was there on tour. So we had a driver. We had a whole thing. I'm oh, how the mighty rural. have fallen. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, if I'm only here for a week and I'll go to an airport hotel, I'll go to this lush manor, this beautiful Oh, I remember hotel. this. Guach. Just the most beautiful thing ever. The food was terrible, but I struggled with a lot of the food in Milan just because like, I guess I'm used to eating Western Italian food, not right. actual Italian food. Anyway, I digress. So I spend the weekend in the airport hotel by Monday. Wait, a week? Mom You're called. there for a week? The weekend.
0: So, so sorry. it's Friday,
1: Saturday, Sunday. Right, right, right. Then Monday, go back to the airport, call mum. She was like, it's all sorted. Got you an of visa, so just and get on the fly.
0: And you didn't have to make one phone call about it?
1: Nah, oh. but then this is what happened. So then I get back to the airport and they were like, oh, yeah, because um, we we have to put you back on the same flight that you would have taken there. And the flight that you would have taken there, which is direct from here to Ghana, doesn't run on a Monday. It only runs on a Wednesday. So no, <laughs> what you need to do. And at this point, like being in Milan was very expensive. We were there for like a week or so, mm-hmm. but only one of those days was actually touring. So like, you you don't get paid for that. You just got to spend your own money. And the exchange the exchange rate was like one to three. I was buying uh, like a little Hungry Jack's meal. It was costing me twenty five <laughs> Australian dollars. So I'm like, I can't stay in this place any longer. So the thought that I would now be in this airport hotel that was costing me like three hundred bucks a night, mind you some yeah, right. another two days not interested so they were like you can either wait and then catch that same flight on the wednesday wednesday night or you can book a new flight and you can leave today and i was like what are the options for the new flights
0: uh-huh, i'm they were listening like, right
1: like we don't have emirates which is the the flight i wanted to catch mm-hmm. but we do have something that's much more affordable um and it was it was one of Already.
0: Which worries me when like, we're talking about yeah. airlines. Hmm.
1: I don't want a discount. I don't want affordable, <laughs> you know. And they're like, but unfortunately it's not direct. You'll have to make two stops. And I was like,
0: at back point to Australia? The
1: online, we I just want to go.
0: So oh, and say, by the way, from... that's missing a wing. I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you mind? So they're like, you have to go from Milan to Munich, Munich to Portugal. Portugal to Ghana and I was like okay cool so we booked the flight. I gotta pay for it like fresh, which is like, I don't know, I think it's probably like a thousand and something dollars. But at this point I was like, I'm I've already spent money to not leave. I'm throwing money at And the I've problem. already changed my return flight as well. I just have to go to Ghana. Yeah. So I they take my bags and I get on this plane and realize it's not Emirates quality, baby. Like <sighs> this the seats don't have TVs at the back.
0: Oh, okay. And and we're we're at the at the foot of a, a two stop. <laughs>
1: Nothing is complimentary, everything costs, the seats are just so stiff, there's no USB. (laughs) Like it was giving me very much 1970s. It's a tunnel to hell. And my mum always told me horror stories, like the reason why she'll fork out the extra money for Emirates is that all the planes going to Africa are shit planes, just because society, right? So she's like, I'm not, I'm not getting what they're offering. So anyway, I get on the plane on my way from Milan to Munich. I get to the the terminal, get to my gate. The plane's delayed. <laughs> no stress. Oh the plane's delayed God. for like three hours. In my head, I'm like, whatever. I'm guaranteed to get on this plane. I'm not stressed. And then it occurred to me that I have a connecting flight. So if this plane is delayed, then is my next plane delayed? Mm, that's what we're calling knock-on effect. So I get on the yeah, I get on the plane. Three hours late, we arrive three hours late, then I miss my connecting flight. Oh. There's no connecting, there's no other flight that day that'll take me to, actually it's Munich to Brussels. That'll take me to Brussels. So I was like, okay, no stress. I went to the counter, they were like, oh yeah, this connecting flight, there's not another one until Friday. It's the budget flight. No, so you'll have to get, go on a different airline to get to Portugal, then to go to Sao Tom, then go to Ghana. I was like, no stress, we'll get on the flight. So they changed my flights for free. <laughs> then I meant to be going to Portugal. That plane takes off late, about an hour and a half late. When I arrived to Portugal, Stop. I had to leave leave the airport and then check back in because it wasn't a connecting flight. It was two separate flights.
0: Sure. So I had to At get my point, bags. Sure
1: to get my bags rates come out that's not happening you can't do that quickly even in an airport that's like a well-oiled machine you can't get your bags leave the airport go to the right terminal go back into check-in
0: and get your flight and i'm already late and we're talking july so it's gonna be it'll be warm for sure it was warm. And at this
1: point, so I'm talking to one of the people who work at the airport, trying to explain my situation.
0: And they we're like, still if you don't crying. Is it nonstop crying at this point?
1: <laughs> well, oh, like I'm, I'm, at any given time, I'm about a poor conversational way. Like, <laughs> okay, I digress. Well, where so, were where we? we? Oh, yes. So, we're in whatever Portugal. Yes, we're in Portugal. And they obviously, I missed my flight because they said, oh, yeah. They said that I still needed to attempt to like check out and check back in. Otherwise, it would register that I just missed my flight and then they'd have to pay, like, pay for another flight. So they were saying, you're probably going to miss the flight, but if you don't check out and check in, then nothing we can do about it. So I check out, check in, do that whole process for two and a half hours.
0: Get the stamp, you're in Portugal.
1: Flight, which I had known. But then, so I go to the the desk and they're kind of like, yeah, great. So you have to stay here until there's another flight that goes to Ghana from here, which doesn't happen for another two days, which is the same flight. They told me not to take when I was in Milan.
0: You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. The
1: Emirates flight that I could have taken is now the one that I have to wait for,
0: But but you've had the pleasure of going to Munich. In Portugal. Exactly.
1: So now I've paid for this new flight, but now I can take my existing flight.
0: Well, that kind because of works out okay, though, because then we get the, they'll put you on there for free, like for the same charge. Exactly. Well, so yeah,
1: exactly. So basically I stay for two nights or a night and two days in Portugal. But I got catfished by the Airbnb. Oh this no. I didn't show because at this point I was like catatonic. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't speak. I was like, I can't do this. She's so pulling, anyway, She's I rocking bought... in
0: the idyllic streets of <laughs> Portugal somewhere.
1: <laughs> so I was on Airbnb and I was reading, um, looking at listings, and I read an article that said that you probably shouldn't get an Airbnb just considering like you're a girl, whatever. Try and go to like a reputable hotel or at least something that there are other people you're not just like there in a room with a stranger whatever yeah you know so I gone on booking.com to look for hotels and things and I had seen one that had like a cool like art deco vibe. We love that. That really felt like it felt like a it felt like a cool hotel but I couldn't see the front of the hotel. I couldn't see like any other amenities. It was just a cool room. So I booked it.
0: But, I mean, mind you, like, I don't want to hold this against you. You're running on no sleep. You're going through a exactly. very traumatic experience. Like I'm Exactly. Not- and I'm also, like, it's booking.com. How bad
1: can it be? So then I get in a car and then don't realise that the taxis are just don't take FPOS, like, you've got to give them cash. I don't have oh. cash in this currency. So as we're driving, I'm telling him, like, do take card?" He's, like, don't speak English. So then I'm trying to, I'm like, can we go stop in an ATM? And he's like, yeah, I guess. But I get to the ATM and they're not registering my card. No thanks. And I'm like, um. so then he's like, how much money do you have? And I go through, and I had some US dollars from the last I went to Ghana. So he's like, I'll just take the US dollars. And I like that <laughs>
0: ring on your finger, so I'll take that too. <laughs> oh. So he takes the US dollars,
1: and then we get to, like, the hotel. Tell me why I'm in, like, some sort of
0: estate. No. <laughs> You'll be working for the next month to pay. It literally felt
1: like I was in some sort of like like housing commission. That's oh. what it was. And I was like, so you mean to tell me that not all the combination of booking.com is with like a reputable hotel? You can book people's homes through I, booking.com.
0: I guess like anything flies in Europe, you know? How was I I to know? The terms and condition doesn't really. So I'm like looking out the window and being like, I can't get out
1: of the car. (laughs) I can't. So (laughs) just take me to any hotel (laughs) with the money that I've given you, which is more than what this trip would be.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So now you've enlisted the taxi (laughs) driver to be your travel agent to just take you. I mean, what else do you do? And his energy had
1: changed. He was a little bit irritated at first, and then now he was kind of like, oh, you really are lost. Like, you don't know what you're doing or where you are. Oh, he saw, so he, the, was he like, saw the pain I'll in take your face. Exactly. And I was probably crying at this point, given the situation.
0: Yeah. So he
1: was like, of- okay, I'll take you somewhere nice. So he takes me to like, That worries a really nice- me too,
0: though. Yeah. <laughs> that line. <laughs> I'm going to take you somewhere really nice. See, the estate that I know about, <laughs> much cleaner. <laughs> Much
1: cleaner. So he takes me to an airport hotel. And like, it wasn't that nice, but it was memorable. Like there was this Chinese restaurant down the bottom that had really horrible service. Um, But then I found out Jackson Langford was also in Portugal. So I was like, great, we'll meet. And then I was like, oh, no i'm so far away from where you are and to get to where you are means i need to get in another uber or cab situation i'm not doing that again you
0: shan't be <laughs> testing you shan't be testing that literally
1: not and so then oh, I that would have the been so nice
0: with, he's the best
1: it was so nice to hear and then so i spent that whole day and night in this hotel and then by the next day i was feeling better okay. mind you though a few things were a problem hadn't showered in a long time at this point
0: what what are we talking I,
1: been, I think it had been like three days also of just plane hopping i've done i did some baby wiping but yeah. i had not had a good shower that's a travel essential
0: the baby wiping but you've used- and
1: also given that i missed this next flight i didn't have my bags they had my bags
0: no so you had not a not one personal effect on you
1: not one personal item So I'm wearing these old clothes and being like, I should go out and buy new clothes. I should risk getting in an Uber or a cab purely so I can buy some new clothes. So I sort out my my Uber account. I sign in. I go to a Zara in the city that's too many hours away. I get a little shirt, a little singlet top. Obviously can't fit the bottoms at Zara, so we just made do. I got some bike shorts. Yeah, I mean, lived. it's
0: size large, then, at Zara fit, <laughs> fits my ankle, so. It's like an eight. So then the
1: next day I'm like, okay, I'll go back to the airport. But then I'm confused because I'm like, who has my bags?
0: It's <laughs> not going to get <laughs> I'm It's like I'm quite happy to, to recognise the fact that I don't have my bags and I'm going to go to Zara yeah. to get a new outfit. But hang on, a ticket? Where would those bags be
1: <laughs> hey, i'm confused so i go back to the airport to the original airline not the original airline the airline that i was on Lufthansa or something oh, right
0: lovely
1: and they're like you didn't catch the flight and i'm like yeah i know but then you said that my bags would be with you and now i'm not gonna get on the other flight so i want to take my bags back <laughs> and they're like we don't know what you mean so go down to the information kiosk where they handle the bags and explain to them the situation. I can't even understand my situation. Now you want to explain it? There's gonna be a language barrier. So I go downstairs and the person's like you have to call the help desk and they will let us know. Like we don't do any customer resolution here, we just move bags. So you need to call the help desk, explain to them what's going on and they need to tell us what to do. So I'm, like, trying to call this Lufthansa help desk, being like, hey, like, so what happened was I got on this plane and it got delayed and so my bags are here then I left because you put me in an airport hotel, so, like, that's in the system and you, you took my bags and I don't know where the bags are. And they were like, well, they could be in one of two places. It could be in Lost and Sound or it could be getting ready to be in departures. But because you're on a connecting flight, it could
0: be anywhere within that cycle. Right, because you don't, like, where's the tag? Like, who's put the scan it? like... Nobody knows where you are. (laughs) Oh, I've lost you again. I've lost you again.
1: Anyway, so the point is I end up in Portugal for two days. It's a mess. I don't know where my bags are. Basically, they end up saying... They're going to find some way to get my bag from this flight onto the new flight with Emirates. I say, I trust you, it's cool. I get, give given my new tickets. I end up going on an Emirates flight. They're like, are you checking any, any, in any bags? I'm like, oh, they said that you guys are going to sort it out. They're like, okay, that doesn't sound right, but hop on the plane anyway. I get on the plane. It's not an Emirates plane. <laughs> it's a South African Airways plane. You know what that means? It's not Emirates quality. It's old.
0: And they've lied to you.
1: And they, well, I guess because they're all part of the same partner airlines, like Emirates' has partners with Qantas' has partners, you know what I mean. So We're affiliates. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's all kind of interchangeable to them, not to me. Anyway, so I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Worst case scenario, like I'm just going to get there, my bag will be there, it's fine. So 30-something hours later on this plane, we land in Ghana. I'm so relieved. I'm like, goodness, it's only taken five nights and six days, but we made it. Anyway, so I, get off the, <laughs> I get off the plane. And I'm like, oh, it's about to be an issue with this expedited visa thing. So I I, I get off the plane, off the tarmac, into the actual Mm -hmm. terminal. And basically, it's not like anything I've ever seen before, but, you know, staff members from the airline greet you once you get off the tarmac. And they're asking to see your passport. And I was like, that's really odd, but, you know, we'll just go with it. So I get there and they're kind of like yellow fever. I'm like, what? Sorry? They just say yellow fever. I'm like, I don't really understand. And like pointing at a card i'm like i don't know what that means
0: do you they're want like, it do you your, want yellow fever
1: they're like where's your immunization and i was like what oh are you no. talking about they're like you need a yellow fever immunization to enter the country i was like i don't even know what that is like i haven't had an injection in two long days oh. they're like well you need one and i was like i don't have one They're like, okay where's your visa i'm like okay so what happened was my mom <laughs>
0: oh, here's the thing hun <laughs> So my mum was like a hey, oh cheap did you just want to get your mum on the phone and be like, hey, it's Honestly, probably best if you just speak to her. So
1: what I did was and they put they they said to stand to the side. I called my mum and she was like, Don't worry, give them the phone. I said, Mom I can't do that. It's so
0: embarrassing. <laughs> Wait, actually <laughs> this actually happened.
1: And she's like, okay, fine. Tell them your mom said. And I was like, No, I don't want to <sighs> say that. It's like, look your visa's here, we know, someone's going to come, like someone who works there, head of security, whatever, is going to go find you, so that's okay, don't worry. They know what you look like, they'll come get you. I said, head of what? <laughs> anyway, and in the meantime, she's like, and in the meantime, you need to go get, go get cash out, go to the medical centre in the airport and get your immunisation.
0: You can do that?
1: Yeah, you can do that. Okay. She's like, they're going to try and scam me though. She's like, don't give them more than 50 US dollars as if you give, if they ask for more, it just means they're trying to like, you know, they're trying to get one up on you because they know you're a foreigner.
0: How so, how interesting bartering for a vaccine?
1: Very, very, very much. We're in Africa. Okay, yeah, you've you've touched <laughs> down. We've touched down. <laughs> so basically, this this I, I, he looks like a sergeant to me, like in full military, comes and finds me. He looks close stoked, He's like, "Excuse me, miss, come here or ma'am." pulls him to the side and he's, like, looking super serious. Like, I'm about to get a, arrested serious. Oh. And then he breaks characters like, oh, my goodness, you look just like your mum. How are you going? How's it been? It's been rough. Huh? So, of course,
0: one of her BFFs. He's <laughs> like, oh,
1: you young girls. So silly, you foreign girls. You don't know anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I bet so- you just wanted
0: to hug him, though, like, finally Obviously, a friendly face.
1: It was just. Like, the first thing that had gone right. And then so they send me to this, like, medical kitchen. I keep going to a chamber. This is medical room, this tiny room, and there are three women in it who are giving me absolutely nothing, no smile, no acknowledgement, <sighs> just points, points to sit down, points to lift up my shirt uh, so I can get an injection in my arm. Just really, you know, just giving me nothing.
0: There's no bedside manner.
1: No, nothing. And so I, I – leave that area and I go to get my bags and I see my brother in the distance oh I could have cried oh like finally I was like oh my goodness like he'll just be able to translate everything and not even like the language the language is fine but just like the way things are meant to go he's like you're probably gonna get scammed at this place don't even worry about it I'm like oh anyway so he's like where are your bags I'm like oh yeah to get my bags, go to the bag, baggage carousel because it's been an hour for me to like get the injections and all that
0: stuff. Yeah, you've bag been bags. to hospital at this point. Literally. <laughs> of
1: course there's no bag there because there was no bag on the plane when I got on the plane. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean at this point your bag is back in Portugal. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. So basically, we wait for like another hour because, like, you know, it could come in last minute. It's not coming. We go to the little baggage carousel information desk. They're kind of like, look, we can take your information down, describe the bags, what pops up. We'll let you know. Tell me why I'm riding on like the back of a, of a like, a, a random document. There was no official document to find missing bags. Oh, it that's like, that's
0: going nowhere but the bottom of the bin.
1: Just <laughs> jot your name and number down. We'll let you know. You said it was silver? Okay. How big? <laughs> just say if it's big or very big. Oh, my God. No, we don't need <laughs> to know weights
0: or, or dimensions. No.
1: And the, the last thing they said was, like, name something in the bag that's very identifiable so if someone were to open it, we can completely identify if it's your bag or not. I was like, I don't close. Oh. I, I just don't know what would be identifiable. Anyway, don't so Don't said, feel totally
0: comfortable giving out that information, <laughs>
1: either. Everything I own is in that bag. <laughs> so it's been now six days. I finally get to my accommodation bagless and... Like, the only way I can describe to you, shopping in Ghana for clothing is, like, being in Japan. The extra, extra, extra large is definitely a women's size eight. Yeah, great. Like, I'm not going to be able to find clothes here. So, the next day, I go on, like, this adventure to the markets to try and find, like, oversized (laughs) menswear to, like to wear in hopes that my bag is going to miraculously appear but it's not going to because we're but there's no system for missing bags like and also
0: (laughs) nothing up to this point would suggest that 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 was going to happen for you oh
1: my gosh so then so I try and like get bras and underwear and it's just it's not it because not only is nothing stylish but nothing is made to fit, and I'm meant to just like and like I think I was talking to my mum, she was who was kind of saying, like, just prepare to not get your bags. Get what you need now <sighs> to like sustain yourself and then go to a seamstress first thing in the morning and then get them to make you
0: Oh I love order. that. But even that's
1: gonna take a few days. So like my bags ended up arriving four days later. Thank maybe you. Five, actually. Which was really lovely to see that this a system worked. They couldn't explained to me where they got the bags from or how it had shown up, but they, it just arrived. I'm actually truly
0: it, shocked by that piece of information.
1: I know. I had let it go. I was like, I'm going to the bag back and that's okay, but the bag had arrived. And Great. then I spent, you know, another five days in Ghana with my bags. Then I went to LA and then I came back to Ghana, but this time with a visa. And the second time was bloody amazing. Let me tell you, it's like, I feel like being in Ghana being a foreigner in Ghana with like friends who are like westernized in any way is like getting the cheek code to life you know like in Australia people like to think that we can just do what we want when we want but we can't it's actually quite a regulated society to live in like you can't just go and acquire substances to take and party you can't just go to a fashion show you can't just you know. Um, Go to a, uh, like, a heritage-listed um, rainforest and go hang out. There's a lot of red tape, not in Ghana. In Ghana, you just put things out and people take you to it. Like, Ghana is the kind of place It's very much like a, uh, an economy, like, how do they describe it? Like, everybody's a freelancer in Ghana, but the ways they make money is insane. Like, Ghana's the type of place where you'll be standing on the road and somebody would be like, hey, do you need... Directions, or do you need to know where, where to get a SIM card at? And you'd be like, yeah, and they'd be like, okay, pay me a dollar, and I will not only go and get the SIM card for you, I'll set it up, and I'll get my friend who's a driver to drive you around. And things just work. Like,
0: like a very industrious society. Like,
1: literally,
0: people are willing to dedicate their whole lives to just yeah. you know, just making things happen but you don't ever really know what it is that they do
1: Exactly that is exactly what it is. And also this element of, like, pride and also religious duty. So, like, it's a very religious society in the sense of, like, oh, I'm doing this for you because that's what a good Christian would do. And, you know, is, is Christianity down, the, the main... Know, like, do the job for, for you and come back and, and then right. you can give me the money because I'm not only proud, I'm also someone who's trustworthy so it's just like a culture of people just getting things done for you.
0: It's incredible. How impressive. And then considering the shit show that was leading up to there, to then finally get to a place where things were free-flowing easy. and easy and I was like, made what is sense. the learning
1: lesson here? I mean, I, I get the lesson. Like, definitely do your Googles before you decide to go to a foreign country and all of those good things. But... The punishment should have been not being able to get on that flat. Why was the punishment not being able to get on that flat and then also the subsequent delays for the next five days? Like I feel like somebody yeah overdone it.
0: But I also don't begrudge you for like that is really one of the, the most magical parts of travelling, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you do just want to go with the flow and make a last minute change and i understand that that way of travelling isn't for everyone because you know mm-hmm. some people really like to be quite regimented and that's fine there's no right or wrong way to do it so i i think I think what you did was awesome. And the fact that you were just like, no, I'm just going to switch it up. This seems like exactly what I'm meant to be doing. And, and yeah, look, you've, you've learned some things. and Maybe that's the whole point, but the payoff was you got to go to Ghana and you got to experience it. What I would say is for the first time, like as an adult, which is a very different experience to what you were saying when you were going there as a kid, you could appreciate it in a different way.
1: Exactly. And I'd do it again. I'd be that reckless. The next time I just find myself in a foreign country, I'll just go to another foreign one.
0: I think so you while should. i
1: some stuff. Like, I don't plan to be more regimented in travel. That sounds boring.
0: No way. Like, while <laughs> you've learned something, you'd do it all again, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to take a few extra times for it really to. Look, like. I mean, who knows? Let me not pretend I will be traveling anytime
0: soon. Not exactly nationally,
1: that's for sure.
0: So But I mean, for that to be one of your last big hurrahs before all of this mm-hmm. went down, I mean that's pretty iconic. It
1: was sick. <laughs> it was like four months of consistent travel. I was on one. I well, definitely was spending, like, I had money coming in. I'm like, babe, so you haven't been working. <laughs> You've literally just been country hopping, so pack it up.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> so you know what? You, we can't do that shit now, so, like, let those memories keep you warm at night while we <laughs> go through this <laughs> fucked time.
1: <laughs> I wish you all could have been there just to see. this. The, like, I really feel as though if I didn't document it on Instagram as it was happening – People would be unlikely to
0: believe me because it sounds like I made it up. No, but I, I'm. This is why I wanted to talk to you about this story because I obviously had like the Cliff's Notes version, which is you covering it on your socials. But you, you really don't get the juicy, meaty details just from a from a story or a picture. Like this is this is nice to get all of the. I felt that. I felt the pain. Oh. laugh. Um, it is because I'm sure you cried for, for too long. Too long. But you know what they say? Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Do they say that? Yeah, it's Shakespeare. I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me fact check that and come back to you. <laughs> oh. Let's just attribute the
1: Teresa quote to you moving forward because
0: Shakespeare okay. didn't tell me anything. Yeah. Okay. And like he may not have even existed. As the blogs exactly. say. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, Flex. Look, despite all of our horrific ne- technical issues, we we made this happen. I, and I want to I want to give you a little, little hot spot to talk about anything you want to. What do you want to plug? Where are people finding you? Where can they get more of this this flexness?
1: Mm-hmm. I do like a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Where to begin? Um, (laughs) get? You can follow me on Instagram. It's flex.mommy. We're still trying to... Well, no, not trying. At one point, I was going to contact the person who owns the handle, Flex Mommy, no full stop in the middle. Right. But then I thought it's too late now because if he sees what I do and who I am, then he'll know to charge me a premium. What I should have done is when I first wanted the username when I had no followers and no reason to snatch this handle off him. I should have just offered him a, a clean $100, but it's too late now.
0: Yeah, you just got to own that dot in the middle.
1: Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then, um, I mean, everything is from there. I feel like I don't want to overwhelm people um, with the various handles. So just go on Instagram.
0: Yeah, we'll have, have, a, have a little poke around. I mean, I'm sure... Everyone's already following you, but, yeah, you've got – Can
1: we challenge people to, like, submit you, their story if they have one that's worse than mine? Because I yes. feel like so, unless somebody died on a holiday or got arrested and jailed, then I'm not sure anybody has a worse travel story.
0: Oh, but I do like that challenge. I, okay, so if, if someone – thinks that they can top Flex's nightmare journey to Ghana, mm-hmm. I enc- I encourage you to speak on it. Tag us both as in at vacaypodcast podcast and flex.mami and and let's see. There's there's no real prize. Um, but I'm the sure prize we prize could...
1: is definitely glory. Like yeah. you go through that much tragedy over time and turn it into comedy as Lisa Hamilton would say. <laughs> it's great quote That's 2020
0: yeah we'll, we'll sort something out glory and and perhaps shame depending on what the story is
1: mm. Mm. do you have a horrendous
0: story to tell uh yeah i i've got a pretty bad one um where i got a i got a kidney infection and a uti as i was leaving mykonos and wow. and mykonos if you've have you been to the airport there? I've not, no. It's it's third world. The it's the it's It's little more than a than a little shanty shack <laughs> by the beach and the, the the toilets are not a scene. So if
1: Oh, so you got it in the airport
0: as you were leaving yeah so i I knew the morning of and then it was just nothing i could do about it so i had a three-hour flight back to london which wasn't that bad but you know for for any of my gals out there or guys who get utis um you know it's like pissing absolute razor blades and and if you don't have uh, you've got to be very close to a toilet and so i had that three-hour journey uh window seat which normally would be preferable but when you're getting up every know seventy seconds, and then I had to get a then I had to get a train to Manchester, which was another three hour train, and I, I had my suitcase and everything, and those toilets were awful. And then I just thought I'd try and f- I didn't know I had a kidney infection at this point, so I thought I'd try and flush it out by going to a hammam. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I dare say that dehydrating myself was not it. Not the, the medical. No, you know. And then I ended up in a in a hospital in Manchester with plenty of junkies around me, like one guy was, <laughs> was banging his head against the wall trying to split it open to get, dr- like, it was, yeah, kidney infection.
1: Can I tell you my 25 words or less UTI story before we go? Please,
0: I love UTI stories. So I was in
1: Taipei, right? Um, of course she was. Place, not an odd place to go generally, but just – I had no reason being that it was just like, oh, let's catch a flight anywhere. Let's go to Taipei. So I went and the hotel was staying. It was really quite lovely and it had an electronic uh, toilet with all those functions. All the bells like and whistles. Toilet. And it had a bidet, obviously, mm-hmm. but the bidet had two settings, one that was shooting directly up into one's rectum. <laughs> And then the other that was tilted slightly forward, like towards, I don't know, somebody's clip. So, like, is that what this is for? So, <laughs> fast forward to me being like, well, let me give this a red hot go. That's what it's for.
0: Let's jump on. So
1: I'm using this today on, on Juan's clip just to see, if, like, is it going to reach or is this just like an internal vagina wash? I wasn't sure, but I was like, "This feels great!" and I was yelling out to my friend Grace in the other room, "Have you tried this bidet? It <laughs> washes <watching> the butt. <laughs> and then the next morning, I was like, "Oh no!" Suddenly, I'm burning. Suddenly, suddenly, I'm sore. Suddenly, it hurts to pee.
0: You bidet too had to hard.
1: Give myself <laughs> through this journey. Uh, to acquire pleasure, I have given myself a UTI. Thank goodness, Grace just happened to be carrying some old antibiotics on her, so I took them. Risky. <laughs> Who knows what they were for? Oh. <laughs> but I took them. But I did have a UTI for the majority of that trip, and it's like wasn't the hotel's fault. It was definitely my fault.
0: Um, you were you were a little too heavy-handed with the with the spraying options. Was what was I? Yeah, but honestly, we do. We're so fancy free when we go on holidays. It's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to try the eight settings and try and spray my clit off. Yeah,
1: there's literally no masturbatory function for bideting. <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> it was for, it was not for a
0: clit. <laughs> you thought that you'd cracked the system, you'd figured something out, and.
1: Honestly, and I was humbled. Oh my god. again, like, type A. Well, it's not a good place to have a UTI anywhere, but no, in I wouldn't have thought UTI so Sydney, at least I would know what the
0: like You know the procedure, you know the steps to take to, to find
1: a bathroom I think is like number one. Yeah. Because we know we can just walk into pubs and go to the bathroom. But in a lot of other places you just can't use public bathrooms. Like in London, it's very hard to find a public bathroom. It's almost impossible. Totally. you just don't go find bathrooms, so it was just horrific leaving, knowing that I have to fight this feeling of wanting to pee, but knowing I physically cannot. I
0: I I know that pain all all too well, and I'm sorry you had to go through it, but I feel feel bonded, it's it's slightly fine. slightly more bonded. It's, it's great. Um. Okay. Well, I, I think we've got to leave it there, but I, thank yeah. you so much for jumping on and having a chat with me today. It's it feels like a a warm, warm cup of milk being back being back with you. So that's not it. I also feel quite queasy because it's very hot. I don't know why. I want milk. (laughs) But thank you. Um and hopefully I'll see you soon. Wouldn't that be cute? It would be cute. Um okay I'll talk soon. Farewell. Have the best day. You too. Bye. Farewell. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in for the first episode of Vacay. You have no idea what that means to me. If you liked the cut of my jib, I'd encourage you to open up Instagram, type in Vacay Podcast, give a little follow, give me a little engagement and wherever you Consume Your Podcasts. Maybe think about subscribing. Perhaps leave a review. Tell me how hot I am. I truly need the validation. Got to give a couple of shout outs. Firstly, to my boyfriend, Oscar. I'm terribly sorry we had quite a few tense moments during the editing process, but I love you. Also, want to give a shout out to John Martin for all of his technical help. I'd truly be nowhere without him. And to my amazing team, Simone and Sarah. Love you guys. All right. See you next week well, I'll you'll hear me next week. okay <laughs> bye.